we need to, we, we perhaps have gotten away from what we should have, we should have done. Do you see what I'm saying? We, we have forgotten what it means that, and we have confused the issue by inviting politics into it. And politics is divisive because there will always be people on the opposite sides of the spectrum who are opposite to what we believe. But the commonality that is supposed to, the one commonality that we're supposed to have, despite what our political beliefs are, this one uh, commonality, this rallying call is wrapping around ourselves that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. It It gives that dispensation of grace. It means that we approach issues, even politically divisive issues, whether you're Republican, Democrat, you believe up, down, blue, red, red state, blue state. Uh, no, I think we're. it's going to be look like it's all purple. Do you see what I'm saying? Because now it's like there's this melding and fusion of belief. We've got to come together. This is what makes this country great. I'm not talking about Christianity as evidenced in other societies. I'm not talking about Christianity in other parts of the world, but I can draw some parallels if you want me to. I can tell you that there's underground Christianity, even in the most Muslim nations, that in, in places like China and so on, that even in those societies, there are Christian, they're Christians, they're underground because they're not allowed to freely express themselves. All that country countries like China want you to believe is what they want you to believe. And what they want you to believe is what? They want you to believe in what they want you to believe, which is the state. So they don't want any dissenting of opinions. And Christianity is going to do what leads you to a liberalizing thought. Because Jesus did say, I have come to set that captive free. You think he was just talking about uh, 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 setting you free in your mind? No. He was telling you, if you follow my teachings, eventually this oppressive system that you are under, you're not going to want to live under it. He was dangerous. He was considered a revolutionary of his time. So they killed him. And in the killing him, they launched a movement and made him even more great. So 2000 years later, here comes this country called America. Here comes a group of people. And no matter what parts of the world they came to get, they came from, they said, you know something, we're going to unite around this idea that all men are created equal in America. I'm holding you to that. All men are created equal. That means police officers can't go to someone's house and shoot a woman inside her own home. That's what that means. That means you can't just randomly pull people over and beat them with a stick and shoot them and kill them in the streets. The love of God ought to be shed abroad. So don't say you're a Christian while at the same time people are being treated indiscriminately. Don't practice discrimination because sometimes the very people who are saying that, oh, uh, you shouldn't believe this and you shouldn't do that. You still practice a form of racism. I have seen racism evidenced in most spheres that I have been in. As a person of color, I have experienced it time and time again. I have experienced classism, but I have experienced racism. I have it right here in America, practiced by people who say they love Jesus, mm-hmm, and also practiced by people who say <laughs> that they don't have anything to do with being Christian but they love everyone. And the whole point is I love everyone, but you did still didn't, you still didn't help me because of my color. 
Now, if I were to look at those individuals as examples of why I shouldn't be Christian, I probably wouldn't be, but I choose not to because of what? Because what? Because I am following the teachings of Jesus Christ. And as long as we can come back to the purity and the standard, I think that's where we're going. Because here's the deal. The last thing I want to see, whether it's the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, I hope I covered them all, right? The National Hockey League. And what about the, the uh, baseball, right? And what about baseball? The junior leagues and all that kind of stuff. The last thing I want to see is anyone being vilified and put on the, put at the stake because they choose to believe that the love of God is shed abroad in all our hearts. I think we need to come back to center and we need to try to figure out what is it that we really believe. It's it, it, sometimes most people now are saying they are Christians, but they're like, I don't want to stand out and say, because then I'm going to lose sponsorship and I'm not going to be popular and I'm not going to be, I'm not going to enjoy the support. Trust me, the people who believe they will. <laughs> because the love of God that is shed abroad in our hearts is going to overcome and it is going to overcome all of these things and eventually we're going to say you know something we got to help that person and we're going to help that person tomorrow wednesday i'll be speaking in east lansing michigan and i'll be talking about the intersection of human trafficking and immigration but you know what we're doing infused into that conversation is how i got here you know how i got here the love of god that was shed abroad in all your hearts created a country in which I could be free. And in that freedom, that country has rights and privileges. Yeah, I enjoy them. I act on them. But that country also created a justice system that said if I wanted protection from an abusive husband, I could go to court. I could say, state my case. And the court would judge because there are provisions in the law that protects that and provides that. So here I am. It was me. I needed that. It also gave me definition. If I said, if the court dictated that he could not come within 20 feet of me, guess what? He had to abide by it. And if he violated it, then I could call the police and they had right based on what the court had dictated to come and take him to protect my life. So you are not going to find a dissenting opinion from me on what America stands for, on what Christians did. Those were Christian people who came up with those laws. Those were people who believed that all men are created equal for real and that all people should have the freedom to be whom they want to be. I experienced that. So I'm not gonna, you're not going to find me saying no to that. That was the same system founded by Christians, founded by people who believe that who said that I could continue to be free. (laughs) And so even after divorce, he still could not come within a few feet feet and kept me free. America is the city on a hill. We still are. And we need to remember that. And we need to stop the infighting. Stop pulling 
at the very core and the foundations that make the country. Don't let outside people, outside influences tear down what is so good about you, regardless of what your political beliefs are, regardless of whether you are going to vote red or blue, or maybe you vote purple. Maybe you don't even vote at all. I don't know. I don't know why you shouldn't, right? But regardless, we need to come together around this rallying cry that we must protect and preserve this system that gives individuals freedom. When you see things like the NFL telling, the NFL is a multi-billion dollar industry. Did you know that? The NFL considers itself a nonprofit. That means they don't pay taxes. We need to ask questions about that. So all the money that they make in all these stadiums from all the merchandise that they sell, the NFL does not pay taxes. Can we talk about that, right? They don't pay taxes. So when we tell, when we see these things trending and we're like, we need to hold the NFL accountable. We need not just sit back and say, wow, that's a NWACP thing. That's a black guy having that issue. No, that's an American having that issue when one part of the society is trying to tear down the very thing that holds us together. We need to do this. The love of God is what? Shed abroad in all our hearts. It was the love of God shed abroad in all your hearts and all these politicians. When you stop vying and pitting against one another, and calm down a little bit. Settle, settle. Come back to center. What is center? What were we created for? That all men are created equal. Well, how are we executing that? How are we putting that forward? How are we expressing that? How are we continuing to show people that? That's the issue. I have just a few more minutes. And I want to show you, I, I just want to finish this time out to remind us of where we come from. I want to remind us of what we have at stake. What is it that is at stake? That while we are so busy pitting and tearing down and, uh, and I want to get first over and I want to do that. Tonight they have a democratic debate, I think, with the, the political candidates. That's going to be such a, 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 a show. It's going to be a storm over there because everybody is an individual and egos are going to jump over egos. And I'm still sitting there like, what y'all fighting over? The, that's not the real fight. The real fight is this right here. The real fight is the fight to remain and be in a culture and remain a culture that supports the fact that all men are created equal. That's the real fight. Is that what they're going to be talking about tonight? No, they're going to be, my idea is greater than your idea is greater than his idea is greater than her idea. And you're going to continue to fight and tear down instead of uniting around a rallying cry. I see it on both sides. What are you all fighting about? All you politicians, what are you fighting for? My idea. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh. and I'm like, are you kidding me? When all you white folks came here, you brought a group of blacks, you trafficked them and brought them here to help you make you rich. So it seems to me that everybody has an equal stake in the wealth that was created for uh, a couple of hundred years ago. Are we saying something? <laughs> Are we saying something? Did you all not get together and fight to get the British out? 
so that you could have control over who does what and believe? I just want to ask. I learned something recently that the state of Indiana called themselves Hoosiers. They didn't know that it was a black man, a black preacher named Hoosier who also fought with the Continental Army to create what is now called the United States. Did you all know that? So I suppose people in Indiana, if they really found out they're called Hoosier, it was because of a black preacher. I guess they're, what are you gonna do now, recoil? See, at the time, they were thinking what all men are created equal. We need everybody to come in. But then there were just a few little voices that said, well, you know, we are the whites and we're supposed to be you know, supposed to be ahead of the game. And they listened to that and shut down what could have contributed to more greatness coming to the greatness of the society. We would have eliminated racism before it even began. We continue to let our separateness. Do you realize that separated we're not strong, but united we are? So if we continue to separate based on, well, I believe in gay rights. Well, I don't believe in gay rights. Well, I don't believe you're a person. I don't believe you're a person. I don't believe you should be this. I don't believe you should be that. I believe, I don't believe, I believe. And it's just a cacophony of sounds. Sounds like the towering uh, Tower of Babel, doesn't it? Yeah, just people just arguing back and forth. What are you really fighting for? Can we just have one person just stand up and just say, what are we fighting for? What you all are fighting for? Do you really understand what is at stake? While you're all busy, uh, 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 uh. trade war here, trade war not here. What do you believe? What are we fighting for? What is at stake? What is at stake is the democracy of the United States. What is at stake is the freedom of the individual. What is at stake? The fright to believe that I choose to be a Christian and you choose to believe whatever you believe, but we're still at the end of the day going to come together over a cup of coffee and we're going to say we have these shared issues. What are we going to do about it? Because irrespective of what you believe or I believe, we still have communities that need our help. Why is it that a white police officer still goes into a black community and makes assumptions based on color and shoots the occupants of that home based on the fact that they don't look like they have blonde hair and blue eyes? That's what we, is at stake. That's what we need to talk about. Those are the things we need to fix and we need to fix it. We need to fix it so that if all men are created equal, then all communities have an equal say in how much money do school districts get so everybody can have access to education. I just saw a report where most people, Generation Z, that's the people coming out of high school this year and next year, those folks are saying, I don't need a college degree. I don't need a four-year college degree because I'm not gonna pay off that debt because I don't need it to live. We need to look at them and say, so where are the lawyers going to come from? Where are the doctors going to come from? Where are the engineers going to come from? Because we're going to need those, right? Absolutely. Those are the issues that we said is, what are we going to do as more people get older? Some of whom won't be absorbed into uh, the facilities. Some many of whom are going to have to stay at home. Are we going to ignore them? Who's going to take care of them out in rural America? 
Are we going to fix the chemicals that are sliding down into the water table in some parts of America? Are we going to make sure everyone has equal access to the internet, even in the most rural areas? Are we going to put up cell towers over there? Right? Those are the issues. What are we going to do about healthcare to make sure that it's clean air and clean water, the basic rights that people should have so they can live? Are Those are the things that are at stake. Are we going to keep these here borders safe so nobody feels at any time that while we are cacophoning, uh, while we're infighting, they're not paying attention. So maybe we can do something. By the time they realize what's up, we have all risen up against them. That, my friends, is really what we ought to be paying attention to. Leave the man alone if he wants to wear man of God. People wear stuff on their shirts all day, all the time. People wear headbands depicting whatever they believe. Why are you picking on the guy who chooses to wear one that says man of God? How, who is he dividing when he's saying that? Seemed to me he brought people together because he inspired another, a, 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 small, a small community of young people to go out and get a similar thing and wear it to their school. I don't think he was dividing anybody at all. And I really don't think you really could make a case for that either. United, we stand. Divided, we fall. Come on. We need to get back to basics. Get back to center. Get back to basics and go back to what the founding fathers thought. All men are created equal. We need to have an equal share. We need to be able to protect and provide for one another. I didn't say protect and serve. That's for the police to figure out what exactly they're doing. Because you can't just go up into a black neighborhood knowing it's a black neighborhood, knowing that it's predominantly black people there and the chance exists that it's a black person in that house. And then you just randomly fire shots inside the house. You didn't see the person running around outside the house. They were inside the house. And they were looking through the window. And you didn't say, hey, this is the police. We're making a welfare check. Come on out and talk. You're just going to open shots on a woman. Probably, she's probably had her scarf on with her head tied up and stuff. Looking like she, that's her house. And you fire shot her. That's murder, dude. Pay the price for that. We got to keep the society safe. You might not like it that she's a homeowner. You might not like the color of her skin. But that's not what the founding fathers had said. We need to come back to center and come back to basics. I don't think I'm liking that Christians are under attack. We need to let people be. If you can, if you can, if you believe that everybody is entitled to their beliefs, then so are Christians. Because after all, that's where this got started, right? My name is Harry Kamek. Thank you so much for listening. Right, join me again on Down to Earth. Share this and subscribe, download and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts.